Hey everyone, welcome to episode 6 of the BYBB Rewind. Today we're looking at our second alumni season and our first winter season known as Big Brother Deep Freeze. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One of my favorites, I think, and uh, you'll find out why in, uh, <laughs> at the end of the video. But um, so, uh, like you'd mentioned earlier, um, this was our first winter season ever. Now, what, um, how did this come to be? What made you decide that you wanted to do a season in the winter? Well, there's always that, like, big period, like, the... Last time that we can do a season in a year is, like, latest the first weekend of October. Right. And that's really weather-dependent. So, there's all there's all of uh, October, all of November, all of December, January, February, March, April, and then May, if we're lucky, we can usually do a season if there is good weather. Mm -hmm. Now, this season, uh, it's funny that I think we were just sort of getting into the groove of things because... Um, while I say that we have this sort of big stretch where nothing happens, we actually did season one of The Mole. Yes, in November. Yes, so that had happened, but I just knew that I wanted to break up that January to May period with a season, because it's, so, it's, it's a long five months of winter, and it's really, all we can do is sort of talk about the previous seasons that happened, and I don't know, I just wanted to do, see if we could do it. Because there had always been um, the idea that if any of our seasons was on a day that we had no control over and that it was a complete washout rain-wise or shitty weather, which stresses me out anytime we do an outdoor season, mm -hmm. if we were ever in the situation of having to move things inside for one or both of the days, I wanted to see whether or not that could work. Right. Because competition-wise, I wasn't too stressed, especially planning a season of only indoor comps, at least I was prepared and like I could I could stretch the competitions into working inside. Whether the social aspect of the game worked inside would be interesting because we have an HOH room and we have a bathroom and a kitchen and the living room. And it's like, you know, you can go off and, you know, whisper in places, but would it give you the same sort of um, you know, secrecy? Because right. you can clearly see two people going into a room together, as opposed to when it's outside, sometimes you're inside and you don't see what people are doing outside, so you don't know who's talked and so stuff like that. it could potentially really change the way the game works if uh, we have a lot less space to to work with. Exactly, yes. Uh, the only thing is, is I feel like it made the HOH bedroom a little bit more of hot real estate. Yeah. Because in the outdoor season, sometimes people don't want to come into the muggy apartment, they just want to stay outside and chat, so yeah. sort of made the HOH bedroom a, a nice one, you know, a nice perk to have if you were to uh, win an HOH competition. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I decided that if we were going to do a winter season, I really thought it was either at first going to be veterans versus newbies, and I, I liked that idea because I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, but there was this sort of nagging itch inside of me that I was like, I really don't want a newbie's first experience on Big Brother to be inside. I feel like it's not the full experience. I like when they come in and they see the backyard and they get to sit at the at the um at the patio chairs in the backyard and it's sunny and nice and it's it kind of feels like you are in the backyard of the Big Brother house. Like right. there just seems to be this and all the outdoor competitions um like fill up and raise your glass and anything to do with water or things where you need big space. 
I felt like it needed to be that full experience if it was your first time. Because I feel like that's how we sort of really hook, line, and sinker people. Right. So you decided that um, this season of Deep Freeze would be an all-returnee cast. Yeah, I had decided that essentially based on the fact that if if newbies were out of the question, um, I wanted to do a veteran season and see if it would work. (sighs) Like, like, that's the thing. And, like, that was the first sort of... Um, it main thing that needed to be addressed was not calling this All-Stars 2. <laughs> right. We needed to wipe the slate clean in a certain way and make sure that that there was a reason for everyone to come back, but that there was an overarching theme of the season that wasn't related to, it's the best of the best and you need to act like you're the best of the best and there needs to be lots of pressure. Right. So the idea that I went with for this season was that it was everyone who needed redemption. Okay. All the house guests needed redemption for one reason or another. And that opened the door to it being for um, maybe how they played, how far they made it, like a major mistake, or just, you know, having a poor experience and needing to fix that. Okay. Okay. And that sort of leads us into the casting process. Um, For me, I obviously didn't want, um, I didn't at first want, I don't think anyone from All-Stars, just because they had all played a second time, so I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, we'll just dip into the season four pool, because they had just played, and then any uh, anyone else who was an All-Star on the shortlist, but couldn't play in the previous seasons. Right. Um, so, that was essentially where I started. Um, so, pulling from season four... I had picked, um, I knew I wanted Dahlia to play. I mean, she didn't make it very far. And she was so, just such a good sport about the full experience from season four. And that's for somebody who was the first official jury member. So I really wanted her to, you know, get get the full experience or get more of the experience if she could. Especially because she, I had sort of gotten to know her better. Mm -hmm. The only time on season four that I had met her prior was when we did your con photo shoot. So I didn't really know her that well then, but by the time Deep Freeze came around, I knew her better. Right. Um, Also, um, I wanted uh, Matthew Hill to come back. He was the comp beast from 4, and he just got so played by Brandon that I was like, that's his redemption. Okay. His redemption is, you know... you know, trusting the right people this time. And like, he made it, he's the, he, at that time, he was the only house guest to win three head of households competitions that didn't make the final three. And so that was really impressive. Or even final two at that point. Yeah. So Matthew Hill for sure. Um, Maddie Hunt, I, 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 I loved to have him back too, because I mean, he was the only person ever to get evicted three times and to be evicted the first round because of sort of, declaring yourself a super fan was something that I was like, well, now if everyone comes back, they're all kind of on the same playing field for that. So it's like not like people would treat him like a threat. Right. Um, because everyone here has played the game before and is kind of a fan if they're doing this again. Right. And then lastly, I wanted uh, Clover to come back from... Because she... I mean, you. this was sort of what we talked about in All-Stars, is like bringing back all alphas. Uh-huh. And so this season, I wanted to bring back some betas. And for me... Dahlia, at that point, because she didn't really make it far, was kind of a beta, and Clover was a beta, but Clover in the sense that she was kind of the villain and the shitster of the season, 
in like a non-aggressive way. And so to have that energy, I thought would be good. It's a good character to have in the house. And like I said, Clover is like ride or die. She always comes out for stuff. And also Clover had just won the mole. Oh yeah. So it kind of elevated her status from just being like, oh, you were just cut second on season four to being like, oh, you managed to outlast everyone on this other show. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, Clover's redemption and Dolly's redemption was just about not making it far. Uh So, that was their goal this time. Mm -hmm. Um, Some other people. uh, From season two, I actually asked Vito to come back. Obviously, he was on the All-Star shortlist and couldn't do it. And he was actually all set to go on Deep Freeze. But um, he had something come up last minute again and had to pull out. And it it worked out, though, because I had sort of an abundance of people for this one to choose from. So... Didn't really affect it. It's, he's the reason why Pink... It's the only season that the Pink Bandana hasn't played on. Oh. <laughs> but um, then I started to sort of pull from uh, season three. Especially with season three being such a good season. Mm-hmm. They were all sort of s- super players in my mind. So I picked Adam for the sole purpose of him being the person that people kind of forgot about. That he was always on the outside. And so that was his kind of redemption, was to see whether he could get inside of a bigger alliance, inside of an alliance that trusted him, or a duo, or something like that. As opposed to being the person that sort of faded into the woodwork. I mean, it got him all the way to fourth on his first season. Exactly, yeah. But that's the thing, it's same with Matthew. Both did really well and made it far, but it's just like, it's the gameplay that they needed a redemption for. Okay. Then, obviously, Carly. I had to ask Carly... I mean, she was gutted when she couldn't do All-Stars. I was gutted. And so, obviously, Carly coming in, she was definitely going to be um, one of my top choices. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so she agreed. And her redemption, obviously, was from her finale performance. Really losing it because of what Rob had said to her. And just the fact that she sort of went introverted and, and... let Brandon uh, take credit for a lot of the moves in the house with the, instead of fighting for herself. So that was, you know, someone that made it all the way to second, but still needs redemption in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. So this is where I started to think that maybe if there were two people from All-Stars that could have redemption. Um, also, from season three, I picked um, Barb. Mm-hmm. For the same sort of reason as Dolly and Clover. Didn't make it too far. Didn't make it too far. And like you said, with that egg move, completely just made everyone so suspicious of her. Uh-huh. So it was like, it was really sort of, it was about her finding her groove within the game, I would say. And plus, she had just played on the mole as well. And she was cut early. And I feel like, but that whole um, experience from the mole helped her sort of socially get in with everybody else. So anyone that was on the mole would be sort of, and that was on the mole and on this season, would be more, I feel like, inclined to work with her and talk to her. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, it's so like I was saying, um, with the all-star choices, uh-huh. um, I went back and forth thinking about who could be on it, but I had felt personally bad about what happened to Rich and the instant eviction. Yeah, I felt pretty bad about that, too. Yeah. (laughs) So, and plus, Rich was just somebody, I mean, I feel like he he was always high on everyone's list of somebody who's played twice. Placed twice. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Someone who has placed high um, 
on the list of like people who played multiple times and never won. So I feel like it was a good choice to to bring him back. And he got railroaded because of some decisions made in the first round of All Stars. So yeah. it, that was his redemption. Mm-hmm. Was like you you you've played um, a um, like stoners floater game in the first time being under the radar and very like i'm not a fan at all to everyone knowing you are an all-stars and just winning comp after comp so it would be interesting to see if he could redeem himself by sort of finding a balance between the two right so that's eight and that brings us to our last person uh-huh and okay and i know this sort of started off as a joke because i had been planning Deep Freeze, and I had been working on it, going, okay, I had this winter season, and, and Atom was like, okay. Um, and I was like, I think you should play. And and you, I said, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said, are, you, are you fucking crazy? At that point, I had officially retired. I had just been on, I had been on the mole and was the mole, and that was a super fun experience. It was incredibly positive. It was honestly more fun being the mole on the mole than I'd ever had playing any of the any of my two Big Brother seasons. Um, so um, I'd, I after that I had considered myself officially retired from any BYBB games. I went out on a high, um, but uh, yeah, Kevin wanted me back. Why and why is that? Because while you did you enjoyed yourself so much on the mole, it felt like it kind of reinvigorated your spark and your spunk for playing the games. And so I didn't want your last experience to be on All Stars, and just to be like the only time you'd feel good talking about stuff is if you're talking about season one. And so that's sort of where we came to that agreement that the goal for your redemption on Deep Freeze was to have fun. Yeah, because your All Stars journey was essentially shot in the face because you were miserable the whole time. You completely turned the jury off. And that you were so invested in winning that you didn't get to just enjoy the experience. The mole, there was no pressure for you to win. Because I couldn't get eliminated. Exactly. So you just enjoyed yourself and people enjoyed having you around. Yeah. So I wanted you to play with, you know, a bunch of these people and I wanted you to enjoy yourself. Especially because when I looked at it after the fact, like while I was bringing Rich and Aton in from All Stars... If you break down this original seasons that everyone's from, it's literally four from season three and four from season four and you from season one. That's true. Rich was actually the only person you've ever played with on this season. Yeah, that's true. So coming in, I, I felt good because it was not like you had an advantage having played with anybody before. And also, like I said, it was literally just about you enjoying yourself. Yeah. And so with that, with you sort of putting it that way to me and also... It was very persuasive when you were like, is is All-Stars really the last, is that is that really the way you want to go out? Like, your last experience playing Big Brother? And I was like, eh, maybe not. And, um, yeah, once, once you put it that way, that it's just like, don't worry so much about winning. Just try and enjoy the experience and just take it easy and not stress yourself out. Um, that's when I decided to give it one last go and just and just like you know if i was out first or second or whatever then at least i at least i was there at least i played and gave it a go yeah and i think that coming into day one 
of Big Brother. For this season, there was actually no, other than Vito dropping out, but we still had everyone we needed, there was no fuckery when it came to people dropping out or having to get extra people. And that's good because I was casting this all by myself, so I was very pleased that day one rolled around and everyone showed up. And that was that. And it helps that they've all that they've all done it before. They all kind of know what to expect and they know it's legit. So um, it, it helps when they've already done it before. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. So coming in for day one, it's funny because um, prior to the season, um, Pez, Chantel, and Michelle had all done a video um, doing draft picks for the season. Which I had no idea about until Kevin showed us all a after the season ended, and I'm so, it was so, like, I was honored that, <laughs> that, that they took the time to do that and do, like, a draft pick video. I was, I was, it was really, it was really cool. It, it was really, yeah, it was, like, weirdly surreal yeah. seeing, like, them talk about all the players in the game as if they were, like, had been on TV almost, like, they all have these personas and stuff. Um, and that's the thing. What they broke down in their video was kind of, I think, the mindset of everyone coming into the game. They had kind of said, and even Pez had said, like, you're stupid if you don't get Aton, Rich, and Carly out <laughs> prior to the battle back. It's true. They're, it's true. And like, and that's the thing. Like, you coming in and Carly coming in, um, it was pretty obvious. Like, especially just even saying that you're a runner-up kind of thing. It was obvious that I feel like the eyes and the targets would immediately be on you guys. Yeah, and like, not to not to not to brag, but I, I'm a two time runner up, so that's I was I was going into it feeling feeling like um, the spotlight was on me right from the get go mm-hmm. because you know I live here, I'm Julie too, people know me, and they know that I've come in second twice, and so I was like, oh, this is going to be a tough start for me for sure, for sure. So, day one begins, and everyone, uh, there's no backyard, so everyone just starts to sort of pile into the house one by and, one. And, and for the record, the cast, because I'm playing, the cast is kept completely a secret to me, so I don't know who's playing beforehand, and so whoever shows up, whoever rings the doorbell and opens the door, is a complete surprise to me. Of course, I had my, um, I had my suspicions. Like, I figured Carly would be back, and I... Carly was kind of the only guarantee. I figured you would ask Matthew. Um, those were the only two that I was kind of expecting. Especially, like, you, like I had said redemption, but you really didn't know about placement-wise. Yeah. The type of people would be back. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we're sitting there, and you can tell us how you felt yeah. as each person came in, because you were literally sitting there. Uh, yeah, obviously I was the first person there, because I live in the house. Um, so the doorbell rings, and the door opens, and the first person to walk in the door is Rich. And I could... I, I mean, he's an all-star, and he's an amazing player, and but I... I, I mean, I didn't know how deep his all-star PTSD was, but clearly um, you managed to w- talk him into coming back, too. So I was really nervous about seeing Rich back. Um, obviously, things did not go well between the two of us on all-stars. I had used my um, my veto coin to basically get him evicted without a vote. I serried him, and he was pretty salty about that and didn't vote for me. Um, when he was on the jury, and so I was pretty nervous to see Rich back. He's an, he's a very formidable player, and um, even though socially, personally, we ended things perfectly fine, but game-wise, 
um, the one season that we played on together, we were on complete opposite side of the house. Oil and water. Oil and Oil water. And water. <laughs> yeah, so I was, uh, I was a little nervous to see Rich. Um, Rich walks in and he sees me, um, I think I'm wearing my bandana, and he's like, are you playing? And I said, yep, I'm playing. And, um... Uh, all stress that uh, I felt immediately went away because he said, oh, okay. He, what he, I think I remember what Rich said to me was, one of us deserves to win this thing. Let's have a final two, you and me, right here, right now from the get-go. And I was like, I, w- I, I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, my God. Because I did not want to compete against Rich. I did not want him on the other side of the house winning HOHs and gunning for me. So um, with him forming a final two with me right from the beginning of the game, I was immediately very relieved. So I said, absolutely, you and I, one of us des- deserves to win this after being on All-Stars. Let's do this. So first person in the door is Rich, and I've already made a final two with him. So I, so that's, that's great news for me. <laughs> Um, so I don't I don't really remember the order after that. I mean, no. Rich, which was such an important one. Yeah, but um, so yeah, so like the mats came in. Yeah, the mats show up. I'm um, how do I feel? Uh, I'm I think I think it's right that they. I absolutely think it's right that they're there. Do I see myself working closely with either one of them? Not really. Um, nothing personal, but, um, I, I guess I, I didn't, I, I didn't rush to make any sort of alliance with them. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I wanted to wait and see who else, who else was there. Yeah. So then I think, uh, I'm pretty sure Barb, Clover, Carly all showed up. Dahlia. Dahlia. Well, Dahlia shows up with her cookies. With her cookies. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> I'm so, and I'm really happy to see, I'm really happy to see Dahlia back. And I want to, um, I want to try and make sure that she... She sticks around for a while. And um, I'm really happy that Barb is there. She didn't make it far on Big Brother. Um, we had just done the mole. She was out first on the mole. And so um, whether I saw myself really trusting her or forming a strong bond with her, um, I wasn't so sure about. But I really wanted to keep Barb around for as long as possible as well. Just because, like, <laughs> she, I wanted her to see day two uh, yes, for once. Exactly. Yeah. And so Carly. And Carly. Um, immediately, Carly and Dahlia are two girls that I can see myself forming a strong bond with. Um, I, I'm good friends with them. I, I, I graduated the conservatory program in Second City with them. And so Dahlia and Carly were the two that I was like, okay, I can trust these two for sure. Mm-hmm. And then Clover. And then Clover, who I also know from the comedy community. Um, I, re- I And we had, as she had just found me out as the mole, so I was really happy to see her back. Um, again, she's a little bit shifty, is the word I would use to describe Clover, at least what she plays these games. So, um, I th- we had a sort of a base friendship that I could see myself working with her, but um, I could definitely see her sticking the knife in my back if the opportunity arose, mm. for sure. So I was gonna keep her, I was gonna keep her close, but not too close. Is that some foreshadowing? <laughs> Um, And then I I believe Adam was the last person to arrive. Okay, and I was super happy. Um, um, You know, he like you said, he 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 had he kind of got the purple Kelly edit, the 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 uh, the quiet edit on season three, and I I wanted to see how he'd um, how he'd return with a new cast of uh, new cast of players. Nice, yeah. Well, so then, yeah, you guys all show up. Everyone sort of gets to see. Everyone else? I, I'm not sure. There was obviously some people on this season who hadn't met others. Um, I don't believe... 
like I don't think Adam knew anyone from four. Uh, Dahlia, I don't think any knew mu- many people other than Carly from three. I don't think the Mats knew anyone outside of their season. Oh, well, Barb, the Matt, Maddie, oh. Maddie knows Barb, which Maddie is becoming Barb. sort of a plot point yeah, yeah, later yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So we get to the first head of household competition. So it being an alumni season, um. I, a, you know, in brackets, secret All-Stars 2 season, <laughs> um, all the competitions sort of had to be new. Um, there were a couple classics that were good for indoors thrown in. Um, but yeah, I sort of had to think of newish ones that would sort of keep everyone on their toes. So the first HOH competition is called Falling Skies, and everyone has to stand in a circle and close their eyes, and a um, hail... The sounds of hail hitting the roof of the Big Brother house would be heard, along with, like, emergency noises and all this sort of wind and stuff, because the idea of Deep Freeze was that it was this sort of winter apocalypse type thing. (laughs) Um, So as the pieces of hail hit the roof, they make this dinging noise, and you essentially have to count all the hail. Once the video is done, you know, you take your total, you write it on your board, and then everyone would reveal their number Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So... Um, it was funny because some people sort of, I feel like guesstimated. It was a little tricky because, um, the, the pebbles sometimes would bounce. Yeah. And you'd have to really determine what was the bounce and what was regular. Yeah. It was, it was, it was hard. Um, uh, the, the, like the alarm going off was kind of distracting and, um, the, the whole bouncing pebbles thing was, um, kind of, was, was hard to, um, kind of threw you off. But I, I just tried to figure that. I just tried to count the la- the loud dings because um, because if it, if it were to bounce and hit the whatever again, um, it would have it would have made a quieter ding. And so I just tried to count the loud ones. That was that's my, fair. That was my that's strategy. Fair. Yeah. Um, some people, yeah, like completely just threw a number out there. Uh, Rich, I think, co- totally threw it. Because he had been burned on All-Stars about the first HOH, so it was like, he wanted to be as far... He didn't want to chance it at all. So he wrote something above a thousand... His answer was, was like, above a thousand. It was like 1,400 or something <laughs> like that, and it was like... So I think Clover... Clover was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it was a total Barb opening her egg moment, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, yeah, and so then I took everyone and lined them up based on their totals, um, so you could sort of see the array of numbers. Um... First, first sort of cut that happened was anyone who guessed over, uh, I believe, 200. Yeah. So that eliminated a good four or five people. And then we were left with Clover, Maddie, Aton, uh, Carly, Carly, and Adam. Okay. That was everyone who said under 200. So when it was this lineup, so what were you feeling sort of when it was these five people? At um, uh... Carly was up there and I was feeling good. Maddie was up there and I was feeling not good. Um, Adam, who the fuck knows? I I I didn't I wouldn't have put it past him to gun for me. Uh, and who's Clover? And Clover, I could probably sweet talk my way into Clover keeping me around. So I was kind of just like as long as it wasn't Maddie or Adam. Okay. Because like I said, the the first round was so pivotal in. Um, in sticking around because I I felt like a lot of eyes were on me just being back in the game for a third time and um, if the wrong person was HOH I could be fucked I could have been fucked so um, so yeah I was I was feeling I was feeling the heat for sure nice um, so then we just go from that those five people we went in based on who was the furthest away from the actual number so 
Um, Clover was next out because she was uh, too high, and then Adam was out after that, and he was too low. Mm-hmm. So essentially, it was you, Maddie, and Carly, and you're in the middle of the two of them. Yeah, yeah. And so I believe the final numbers were Maddie had 168, you had 158, and Carly had 150. Okay. So Carly was out next. Ugh. <laughs> it was down to me and uh, me and Maddie. Yep. Yep. And the actual number was 160. So you were two away and Maddie was eight away. Carly was 10 away. So you won the first head of household competition, which I was like, no fucking <laughs> way. Yeah. I, um, I was like, what have I gotten myself into? It was, I was, I, I couldn't believe I was the first HOH. I, this is the first time that I have been HOH round one. And, um... The first time you've ever won anything before round four. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, not true. I won the first veto on All-Star. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I was feeling nervous that I, like, so much for, like, playing low-key, because I, I was the first HOH. Um, but I was also like, okay... Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to use this to my advantage and play smart with this one and try and form a strong alliance and, um, just those that are out of, those that I can't trust or are not in my alliance, they've gotta go, they've gotta go. So I'm just gonna try and, just gonna try and use this to build momentum in the game. That's fair. So, um, yeah, so I, so I, uh, I start to have my one-on-ones. I have, uh, I form an immediate super strong alliance with Carly and Dahlia and I inform them that I'm really good with Rich and so which is good because Carly's good with Rich yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they were from the same season they get along really well um and so uh and and so I kind of tell everyone that we become the super strong foursome uh Carly me Dahlia and Rich um I have my one-on-one with Clover um, I think it's good. I, I don't want to target her. I want to keep her around. Um, I don't, I don't see her as a super strong threat when it comes to competitions. So even though I feel like she could gun for me, if an opportunity arose, I didn't, I wasn't too worried about her winning an HOH and putting me up on the block. Um, I have my, uh, my one-on-one with Adam. Adam was a, so basically my potential nominees at this point were Matthew, Maddie, um, Adam, Barb. And that's it. That's, that's And Barb wasn't really an option for you. No, I, I, like I said, like I said earlier, I, I really didn't want to target Barb. I wanted to keep her around for as long as I could. And, um, and, and so I, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna put her up. So that really just narrowed it down to Matthew, Maddie, and Adam. Um, uh, my one-on-one with Adam, I feel like goes really well. Um, he said, he, uh, um, I tell, he tells me that if, if I don't put him up, he won't put me up. And, uh, and, uh, I don't know, just my one-on-one with Adam, it felt very reassuring. And, um, he sort of took himself off of the list of possible nominees. Um, Maddie, as soon as the first HOH ended and that, and because he came in second, he pulled me aside in the kitchen and he was like, so, um, because I, uh, because I came in second, do you want to like give me a break and not put me up? And if, if you don't put me up, if I'm HOH, I'll return the favor and not put you up. And so I said, hey, sure. I definitely saw Maddie as a potential 
threat and somebody that would definitely go after me. And I believe that Maddie was a man of his word. And so if I had made this deal with him, that would keep me safe if he were to ever win an HOH, which was definitely a possibility because he was pretty good at comps. So I definitely made that deal and, and, um, and uh, wanted to stick with it. That basically left Matthew as the only target. Pretty much. Um, and then and then your one-on-one happened. And then our one-on-one <laughs> happened. And I don't know. I think our, our, my one-on-one with Matthew was pretty late. Was one of the last ones. And I don't know if somebody told him that I was thinking about putting him up or what. But I don't know. My one-on-one with Matthew was just like... Not awkward. But he just kind of like didn't offer me anything. He was just kind of like... Keep me safe and... I don't, I, I don't even, I don't even remember it, but, um, <laughs> yeah, it was really like, he kind of didn't offer me, it was very kind of wishy-washy, he didn't really offer me anything, and so that made the decision pretty easy, and he wasn't in my alliance, I saw him as a huge threat, a very strong player, very good at competitions, and so him going early, I felt like was, was a, a good call. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So then before you were able to make your nominations, there was um, the first twist of the season. There were deep freeze forecasts, which would come in. And instead of there being a power hidden somewhere in the game, it was more like these twists would arise Uh that you guys kind of had to deal with. Um, And deal with them, you guys did very, (laughs) almost too well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The first one was called, it was like the naughty or nice twist. Everyone at random... Uh, the eight players who weren't HOH all had to pick a present out of a, a box, and it either said naughty or nice on it. What ultimately, uh, how it affected the game was that Aton could only nominate one naughty and one nice. He couldn't do two of the same. So, obviously, Matthew was going up. Matthew was going up. I think I think he was on the nice list. I don't remember. I th- he was on one of them. So, Matthew, so obviously, Matthew was going to be my nice nominee. And um, that kind of ruled out my other... I ha- That kind of narrowed, ha- narrowed half of my choices down. And so, I decided that my my nominee was, was going to be Clover. And... Um, I was pretty confident that I had the votes to keep her. And I I told her in my one-on-one, I was like, listen, I think, Clover, that I'm going to put you up as the pawn. But listen, all we need is three votes for you to stay. And I know I have Carly's vote, Dahlia's vote, and Rich's vote. So that's already all three votes that, um, that I need for Matthew to go and for you to stay. If it's a tie, I'll keep you. So I'm going to put you up as, as the pawn. I'm sorry. I swear we're working together. And I'm telling you, I'm putting, I'm like, I, I, I give you my word. You're not going to go. And so, and she was, she was very, um, she was, she was, she was like, okay, if that's what you say, um, I'll, I'll take your word for it and you can do it. Okay. And so it came down to nominations, and I put up Matthew and Clover. Yeah, so that pretty much brings us into straight into the veto competition. Mm -hmm. So we sort of brought back the, um, it was the prize swap, um, which obviously has been a staple. Um, The only thing we brought back was the um, beer pong aspect from seasons one and season two. So this competition was called New Year, New Me. Because as people were eliminated, the prizes were uh, New Year's resolutions. Which I think was very clever. Yeah, so we were playing this in February of 2019. So, um, yeah, so there was some punishments, obviously the costume, and some positive stuff. Um, 
You guys weren't good at beer pong at all. This is one of the lowest scoring comps. I know. Everyone, like, Ma- Maddie was sitting out and, like, talking, was talking mad shit about how we all sucked at beer pong. <laughs> so I think the extra players in this competition were, um, obviously, were Dahlia, Clover, and Adam. Well, Clover's a nominee. Oh, Clover's a... Uh, Dahlia, Adam, and... Rich. And Rich were the extras playing yeah. in this competition, so... Which worked for me, because I was... I, I, I was in good... I was in uh, good terms with all three of them. Yeah. And basically... It's basically... Um, it was... It was a win-win scenario as long as Matthew did not win the veto. Yes, I don't think anyone would have used it otherwise. No, I don't think so. So, um, so yeah, the eliminations take place, and Matthew makes it through the first round, the second round, and the third round, and it's you, Matthew, and Dahlia, so, like, this could have gotten dicey, but, yeah. but Matthew's out next, and then you make the conscious decision... To throw, uh, um, so it's me and Dahlia left. So it's me and Dahlia are the only two left in the veto, and Rich at the moment is sitting with the with the actual veto yeah. prize. Um, and it's at this point that what that in any of the three scenarios, if Dahlia win, has the veto or if Rich keeps the veto, it's not going to be used, and we're we're in the clear. And so I throw it, and I just do two shitty shots, not really aiming for any of the cups. Dahlia managed to get some points. And so Dahlia beats me at the comp, and um, so I decide not to take the veto, because I feel like it's it's secure in Rich's hands. And so I take the mystery box mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> from Matthew's hands, and I feel so bad, because not, because not only am I basically stealing Matthew's fate, I'm also giving him a shitty prize, too. Yep. Matthew gets stuck with, um, a, like, a big jug of prune juice, uh-huh. and I get the mystery box, and then Dahlia, surprisingly, as the winner of the ch- as the winner of her first win ever, she decides not to take the veto either. Let's Rich hold on to it, and she takes. Um, um, she she must take an advantage, an HOH. Advantage. Yeah, 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 exactly. So at the end of the competition, Dahlia has the HOH advantage. Aton has the mystery box. Um, Rich has the power of veto. Matthew has to drink prune juice. Clover has to carry around two dumbbells to work on her fitness for the new year. And Adam gets the best embarrassing costume we've ever ever come up with. Ever. Where he was the Fiji water girl. Because that whole viral photos of the Fiji water girl at that award show had just happened and so we j- it it was so simple but so effective we just wrapped him in a blue blanket and gave him a tray with Fiji waters on it we spent the least amount of money on this <laughs> costume and literally it was just the Fiji water which cost like like five bucks or eight bucks for the for the three bottles yeah so it was it was quite it was so good yeah and he was super game with it and he was posing like just like her it was really funny yeah it was really really funny um, so, the veto ceremony comes around, and... I, I'm like, obviously, Rich, you're not... I, I have a... It's super short with my one-on-one with Rich. I'm like, obviously, don't use it. Vote out Matthew. Keep it simple. Bye! Yeah. And that's the thing. At this point, I think because you... Rich had made this alliance with you, and stuff like that, and it was kind of good that, that you got to him first, or he got to you first, at least, because this is where, sort of, the other side of the house gets created, because... Maddie, Matthew, and Barb want to work together, but they need Rich on their side. They need in order Rich, to do and so. they need Adam. And I don't know. I don't know how much Adam was talking to the other side of the house, but um, I considered him a outside kind of uh, ally. But we were talking, and um, 
and um, and apparently he was uh, he'd uh, formed a strong bond with Dahlia. Yes, she always finds one. Always, <laughs> she always finds one guy. Yeah. that she like that she uh, that she gets good with. So, um, so obviously, Rich doesn't use the power veto, and this sort of solidifies like the fact that you and Dahlia let him keep it. Solidifies the alliance. Yes, and. Uh, Rich, uh, Rich was doing a lot of work to get me to trust him. We were had we were having one on ones. I was having more one on ones with Rich than I was with Dahlia or Carly, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, just to like solidify that we were that we could trust each other, that we were working together. All Stars was uh, ancient history, and that this game we were allies. <laughs> and yeah, and he did a good job of that. And so he did what I wanted. He didn't use the veto. Matthew and Clover stayed on the block. And, um, I mean, I was pretty secure that, um, that Matthew was going. I didn't really, like, I just figured it would be five, four to two in a worst Yeah, I didn't, like, I thought Maddie was going to keep him. I don't know about, Bar- like, I don't know. I, I didn't think it was going to be unanimous. But, but um, it was. And I think that reason why it was unanimous, Barb came in when she started to, when she did her vote that week. Uh-huh. And she went on this big diatribe about how she... Oh, she doesn't want to do this, but they just don't have the numbers because Rich won't work with them. Like, she kind of laid out for everyone exactly why they couldn't get the numbers to keep him. Yeah. And, I mean, spoiler alert, the reason why I make it so far on this season, frankly, is because I think it's really pivotal to this, to this, to winning this first HOH. The, like, the, winning the first HOH, I truly believe, is a win or lose scenario. You can either solidify a strong alliance, create strong bonds, and really help you, or you can just totally destroy your game by making everyone scared of you and wanting you out the very next round. Yeah. So it. So I, I tried to play smart, form st- uh, strong social bonds, and um, cover my bases for the next week where I was vulnerable. Um, where was I going with that? Well, that, yeah, that this first situation oh, was, yeah, was, super was super pivotal. And, um, yeah, I feel like what the outs, what, what the outs, the outsiders, the outside alliance needed to do, Matthew, Maddie, Barb need, needed to get a hold of Adam and Rich in, and that, that was five. That was five out of nine. Yeah. That would have been a majority and they, they could have, they should have tried as best as they could to pick off me. Um, Carly and Dahlia as best as they as best as they could, and even use Clover as a number because I feel like Clover was kind of a free agent. Yes, exactly. Um, so they, they should, it could have been a six to three. The three of us could have been that could have been the outsiders, yeah. but it didn't. It didn't. It didn't play out that way. Play, play that way. Yeah. Sure. So Matthew is evicted unanimously a six zero, which was the first time ever it, it, that round the, one that the first round was a unanimous. I think vote. so. So that was. Yeah, that so that the was, balloon vote wasn't even unanimous. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Vito. <laughs> Which um, I was uh, pleasantly surprised about. Maddie and Maddie and Barbara are smart are smart players. They know to cut somebody loose in order to get the heat off of their back. So that's exactly what they. Yeah, do. I don't know if anyone's ever. I don't know if there's ever been a week one vote where it's been split, where the people that were in the minority didn't actually know that the like like they didn't vote that way, knowing they were going to lose. Yeah, like usually it's a blind side in one way or another. Um, so yeah, so we go into the second HOH and it's called Holiday Hysteria. 
all of the house guests had photos, um, photoshopped their heads onto holiday photos where they were like building snowmen in sleds. It was a crazy <laughs> 80s cross-faded uh, family portrait with Aton and Rich. <laughs> Stacked heads photo of a bunch of them. You can see these all on the on the Facebook group. If yes. you have we made a poll. It was our first poll, <laughs> uh, and they're real. They were they were hilarious. You did a great job, Kevin. <laughs> so for this one, obviously it's the A or B style quiz where if you get it right, you move on. If you get it wrong, you are eliminated. So I don't know this one. I, I didn't know what to expect for this one. I knew that um, obviously. Maddie was good at A or B. He won Vaudeville Vandals. Um, but you never know. It's it, with the with the different style questions. It really could go any which way. And, and you were and you weren't playing. I wasn't playing. So, and all it took was all it takes with this one is one wrong answer, and you're out. And you're out. So. Yeah. So we asked the first question. It's about Adam wearing a snowsuit and what color? Um, oh, wearing a snowsuit, building a snowman, and what color buttons did the snowman have? And that's the thing. It's it's hard when you do A or B ones because you I always tr- you try to think of a good decoy answer and so I just went with the the correct answer was orange and I just went with black because I was like well snowman or no it's it was black okay I was like because snowman it's usually black coal yeah right yeah. so I was like okay I was like that's I guess a good one but like orange I felt like might have been a giveaway because it's so odd that people would have picked it. Which was not the case. <laughs> I was like, I saw everyone, everyone raising B up, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> and even Clover put puts hers forward, and it's backwards. I'm like, oh, flip it around, it's B. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god. So the only people to answer A, which is the correct answer, were Dahlia and Maddie. Mm-hmm. So just like that, everyone is eliminated except for those two, and everyone's kind of awestruck, like, oh shit, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh my god. And I, so, and I'm feeling a little bit nervous. Well, I'm feeling nervous, but also, like, I had just made that deal with Maddie, and I believe he's a man of his word, so if he wins HOH, I kept him safe, so I think he's gonna keep me safe. And if it's Dahlia, then, um, I'm in the clear 100%. Yeah, so, we go to the next question, um, it's a stacked heads thing. Ironically, the answer is, uh, either Maddie or Dahlia, which they obviously were both paying attention to themselves, and, um, so they both got it right, moved on. Then the, la- the next question was Carly had a holiday roast and it was a turkey with um, pomegranates underneath it. And cranberries is a good answer because I have never heard of someone eating pomegranates with turkey. Unless it's like, you know, like, I guess like more like, you know, Turkish, like Middle Eastern. I don't know. But the so yeah, cranberries is what you would expect in North America. So I remember that one coming up. And I remember watching their faces as I asked the question. And as soon as I go, A pomegranates, Dahlia goes, like, makes a motion with her hand, like, yep, and then puts A up, and then when I say B, uh, B, cranberries, she stops and then just shakes her head no, (laughs) and then Maddie doesn't answer. He's sitting there like, uh, 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 and I got to do my Julie Chen, I need an answer. (laughs) And then he raises B up, and this is a great video I should post on the group because I do have a video of this competition, is Clover sees that they both have different answers, and she just starts wiggling around (laughs) in excitement. (laughs) And the correct answer is A, and Dahlia wins her second competition, technically, but her first official 
head of household competition. And she's so excited. And she's like, guys, should I make a speech? And we all just start, start chanting, speech, speech, speech. And already I'm having so much more. I feel like we're all having so much more fun. <laughs> yes, we had just voted out somebody, but like. Uh, Matthew took it. Matthew took it really, really well. He was my camera person the rest of the season. Yeah, so it was so really he, nice. Matthew, yeah. Matthew was great. We love him. Sorry, sorry, Matthew, about voting you. <laughs> um, and um, and uh, just there was a light. There was still a lightness and a happiness, and it was it was great. And I was feeling great because Dolly was HOH and she wasn't going to go for me. So so I was feeling good. Um, so uh, we were all having one on ones or like a. I think my yeah, alliance. Your sort of powwow, yeah. Yeah, we had a powwow about what to do. I. And it's weird, like, I still don't want to cut Barb. I still feel like it's too early. Um, And so I ask um, Dahlia what she feels, what she wants to do. And she's like, I think I'm going to put up, she's like, I think I want Barb out. And I'm like, no! (laughs) Uh, And actually, I I said this in the finale, but um, in the first round, Dahlia, me and Dahlia were talking, and... During our one-on-one, Barb told me that if she was in power, that she would gun for Dahlia, which I thought was kind of an odd choice because Dolly hadn't won anything. Dolly yeah. hadn't won anything, didn't make it far. I was like, why Dahlia of all people? But I guess she she thought she was socially well connected. Um, but Barb was was would have been gunning for Dahlia, and so I told Dahlia that in the first round, and I didn't think it would bite Barb in the ass. So, bit, so, quick. so quickly, <laughs> but Dahlia knew that she didn't really trust Barb. Carly was a-okay with it because they didn't really work together on season three. And so even, so Dahlia told me that she wanted, she she wanted Barb out this round. And even though I really was like, kind of like, but don't you maybe want Maddie out instead? But I, it wasn't, I wasn't close enough to Barb to really stick my neck out and try and save her. So it was really disappointing, but um, I just kind of had to let Dahlia, you know, it was Dahlia's first HOH ever. I kind of had to just let her do what, you know, it's your HOH, do what you want. Yeah, and so I guess the decision not to put Maddie up by Dahlia was kind of the sort of keep the keep, keep the good waters w- keep the, keep goodwill with Maddie. I guess apparently, oh, Maddie probably pulled the same thing with Dahlia that he did with me because he came in second at that HOH too. Yeah, and so he probably made the same deal with Dahlia that he made with me round one. And I guess Dahlia wanted to wanted to keep honor. that wanted to honor that as well. And with Dahlia being good with Adam at this point, so it's like it's sort of Clover thing. This is where the Clover. Nomination sort of becomes like a thing this season. Listen, I put up Clover before it was cool as a pun. <laughs> everyone just like it became a trend, and everyone just did it. Everyone just did it for the rest of the season, and, and Clover became the perennial pun. And um, even though they're all in this in the comedy community, Clover and Dahlia aren't that uh, aren't they? Really know each other? They don't really know each other. They're not that close. And um, I'll just end Carly and Clover. Not super close either. So, or were what? Whatever. Moving on. Um. So, kind of Clover kind of gets put up as the placeholder, especially if you're the since your alliance had the numbers. Yes. Like even more so now. Now that Matthew was out, even more we had the numbers, and so I think Dahlia and I both told Clover it's happening again, but you really have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is, so, so, noms, noms come around. Barb, no, not Barb. Dahlia nominates Barb and Clover. Yeah. And then we move on to the Power Veto competition. Yep. Which is called, um, Double Down on POV. It was, it was one that I, I don't know where I pulled this from. It must have been, it was from an early season of Big Brother. And it was one where you had to sort of try to guess what number, um, was, would come based on the roll of a couple dice. 
So I would roll the first dice, and then based on that number, you would guess whether the next number, um, cumulative number between that dice and the other dice, would be more or less than a, this, a specific digit. And so based on if you answered more than or less than, and you were correct, you would get a point. Whoever had the most points at the end of like seven questions um, or seven rounds would would win the power of veto. Now, I don't know. I feel like this one, because it was just sort of sitting around and get like kind of guessing, it was a lot of guessing. There wasn't much practicality to it. It was, it was one of those competitions where it was, um, what I refer to it as a, um, oh, what's the word? Uh, perception competition. Okay. And so that's kind of like, you know, it's, it's, there are other ones like that. There's one on five that's coming up, the death one, the, the sadistic statistics. It was all about perception and like what you think is right. So, uh, Carly gets off to a great start. She actually gets, like, she goes against the majority and gets, like, two points right off the bat. And then starts guessing with the majority and they're all right. So they start going forward and forward. I did notice about halfway through this competition, and this is why it's almost always, like, on the real Big Brother, they have those partitions in between everyone. I, Clover was looking at what Carly was answering in the second half of the competition um, to copy her. But... She's already, like, two points ahead, so you're going to have to stick your neck out at some point and try to get more points than her. I'd almost be guessing the opposite, just in case. Yeah. But, so anyways, at the end of the competition, Carly has, I think, out of the six points or seven points, Carly has, like, a good five or four, and everyone else has, like, three or two. So Carly wins the power of veto, thus keeping the power, once again, in your alliance's hands. In my hands, which, who... I didn't come up with a name for our for our alliance um, during the game. Now, is this one? This might be one of the first seasons that you started a live feed on Facebook chat. Yes. Right? So, um, I don't know if it was because of the rankings video or like the draft pick video, but someone had sort of mentioned being like, "Oh, there should be like live feeds to keep us all updated," especially with it being winter and like the house being like not a lot of room, so you couldn't have like a shit ton of people standing around watching. Um, so I decided, okay, we'll make live feeds, official live feeds. So this was the birth of the live feed. And so all the people who I knew were super fans, and I put a post on the group of anyone else who wanted to join the live feeds, they could. So I put them on. And so, yeah, I would just sort of give them updates. Um, I feel like the Deep Freeze one was a little minimal because there wasn't... I didn't have a ton to do the other half of the updates. So it was really just me. There were parts where I fell behind, but luckily Pez was there to also do updates. And um, I think Brandon stopped by for a little bit. So yeah, so they were providing updates. Um, and so this was actually a couple weeks in, a couple more rounds in the game um, where uh, Michelle had said, oh my God, no one's going after like the power players. And um, and Pez was like, uh, oh, it's because Aton won the first HOH and set the tone for the season. And, and Michelle said, wow, what a hierarchy. So I dubbed this alliance, the alliance of Aton, Dahlia, Rich, and Carly, the first four people to win competitions also, as the hierarchy alliance. Which I learned postseason, and yeah. it's, it's stuck. Uh, so anyway, uh, Dahlia's HOH, Carly won the veto, uh, power stays in the hierarchy's corner, and so, obviously, um, Carly was not going to use the veto, and Barb and Clover were going to stay on the block, and basically, Barb's fate was sealed, which I was like, ugh. Like, I, I was really kicking myself, because I really, like I said, I really wanted to keep Barb around for as long as I could, but, um... You should have just thrown a rogue vote. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but it was interesting, um... 
The uh, the talks were pretty interesting. So um, Barb, trying to save herself, um, pulled me outside, and she had just spoken to Rich. And um, according to as far as I saw it, Barb was toast this round. Um, but Barb pulls me outside, and she says, um, I just had a talk with Rich, and he's going to vote to keep me, and... Um, I have Maddie's vote, so I literally just need you, and I can stay. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, I was like, I, I just tried to, I just sort of, like, played it coy, but I was like, but, but I told her, I was like, I really, and she told me, I felt so bad, because Barb was like, you know how much making it past round two, like, means to me, I really want to stay, and I was like, I know, I, I really want you to stay, too, I'll I'll talk to people and see what I can do. So I just kind of played it coy. I was um I just wanted to see what Barb said about Rich was true. So as soon as I went inside, I yanked Rich uh, I yanked Rich into the HOH room and I was like, "Um, just to recap, what are we doing this week?" And Rich <laughs> just cuz I just wanted to test him yeah. and see where he was at. And Rich was like, "Oh, we're voting up Barb." And I was like, "Okay, good." I was just I was just Double check. There was just a moment there. I just, there was just a moment. I was, I was gonna double fucking check. murder you. Where I was gonna stab you. Um, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, so, uh, so clearly, Rich was just bullshitting to Barb and um, and saving face and, and saving face. Yeah. So the vote comes in once again. Maddie, it, Maddie flips to the Maddie votes with the house, and it, and uh, it's another unanimous five zero vote, and Barb is out, and I'm like. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> So, the next head of household competition is uh, bocce brawl. Ah, yes. So, essentially, indoor bocce ball with there was a target on the floor in the basement, um, and you just had to roll the ball the closest. The person who was the furthest away each round would be eliminated until the final round where the person the closest would win HOH. So, um, Rich is out first in this one, and then Maddie... So that must have been a little bit a of little a little bit relief. of a relief, but again, I had that deal with him. Yep, and then you, mm-hmm. and so then it came down to Clover, Carly, and Adam, and Clover is out next, and then it comes down to Carly and Adam, and this is such a weird one to because, this day. Yeah, because Adam uh, in the previous rounds, Adam had been doing really well at this one, mm-hmm. but then it goes to the final round where it's like win or lose, the win or lose roll, and Adam undershoots. Like, he, I feel like he must have thrown Oh, it. well, especially because Carly's role was bad, too. Right. And Carly went first, so we were like, it's done. And then Adam did worse, and we were like, huh, it was <laughs> such a... That's curious. So, the hierarchy wins HOH again. I cannot believe how blessed this run has gone so far for me. But, yeah. Uh, so, Carly's HOH, yeah. Um, and it's at this point that I'm like... Okay, Maddie's too much of a threat. And yes, I have that deal with him. And yes, I believe that he would honor that deal with me. But um, I have a good thing going with my strong alliance. And I don't want Maddie to potentially screw that screw that up by winning an HOH and getting one of my allies out. So he's got to go. Yeah. He's got to go. And, like, that's the thing. He didn't come in second to this one. I feel like he his, his social relationship with Carly was virtually non-existent. Yeah. So... I don't think she had any qualms with putting him up. Yeah. But, choosing the other person. 
I mean, I would have thought Adam. I could have even seen Rich as a possible pawn for this week. Yeah, exactly. Especially to make it look like Carly and Rich maybe weren't working together kind of thing. Yeah. But, but no, no. Let's put up Clover she again. Put up Clover again. Clover, third week in a row as the pawn. I guess it's just like... In, it's just like the, everyone else is doing it, so... Yeah. And, like, so far, she still hadn't gotten a vote against her, so, like, yeah. it was the smarter game. And that's right? the thing. Like, um, like Clover clearly was in our alliance because even though she was put on the put on the block, she wasn't getting a single vote against her, and we were keeping her safe. But at the same time, it's like, how tight can we be if we keep putting you on the block? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, so Carly puts up Clover and Maddie... And then we move to the veto competition, which is uh, color decoders. Yeah. Now, I am... Now, here's the thing. I am very proud... Like, I... This whole time... Like, I have been bragging when color decoders was on previous seasons that I have come up with a strategy similar to Vanessa when she was playing a similar comp on uh, Big Brother US. Um, I've come up with a strategy... Basically, I am unbeatable. I considered myself unbeatable at Color Decoders. And I, frankly, only put it on the season because you wanted it on. <laughs> and it was a good indoor one, so I was like, yeah. okay, work. Yeah. Um, I'm playing in it. Um, but, yeah, so we're so we're doing it. And obviously, I want to keep Maddie from winning the veto and taking himself off the block because I want him out this round. Um, However, Clover and Maddie are both doing terribly at it. So there's, so there's no stress there. So, and it, um, me... Dahlia and Rich are, are all in, perfect score at this point. Are all like four for four at this point. And this is when I realized I don't want to be the one to win the veto and cock block Maddie and keep him on the block. I want Rich or Dahlia to do that. And I trust that they will if they win the veto. And so once again, I throw the I throw it. I get I get the next question wrong. And um and then Dolly, and then a Rich, I think, beats Dahlia in a tiebreaker, I yeah. think. And so Rich wins his second veto. And so this is where, just before the eviction, um, another Deep Freeze forecast came up saying that their regular programming would be interrupted because of a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and actually, you had kind of already had an idea that this was going to happen because your mystery box from the first veto competition said that there would be a power coming up. That would prevent uh, an eviction from happening. Right. Yes. Um, I was pretty content with all the evictions so far, so I had no, I had no reason to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess time ran out, and so it, it happened. Oh anyway. well, no. Your your your, pa- your uh, the mystery box you got gave you a clue to try to. Um, use it when the time came, uh-huh. but, like, it wasn't your power to use. Gotcha, gotcha, Because, essentially, what happened was, when the eviction came around, Clover and Maddie um, would be taken into the HOH room, and they would have to answer, they'd have to figure out the combination to one of those word blocks, uh-huh. and the answer to the clue was sleet. Okay. And so, that's what your clue helped you find out. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, yeah, so, uh, what happens with this, uh... Well, so, Rich wins the veto and doesn't use it. Yeah. So, Clover and Maddie stay on the block. They both get taken into the HOH room, um, when the eviction arises, and they... Maddie figures out Sleet, like, right away. Mm-hmm. So, they get the polar pendant, is what it's called, and so this causes a snowstorm to cancel the eviction. However... The snowstorm will barricade them in the HOH bedroom, which means neither one of them can compete in the next HOH competition. Right. Obviously, they're going to use it because, especially Maddie, knows that he's probably the one being evicted. 
if he doesn't. So they go ahead with the power. So the remaining house guests, being um, Dahlia, Rich, you, and Adam, are all eligible for the next HOH competition. You guys all play in um, Apocalypse Now, which is an emergency alert based on the snowstorm. Right. And the polar ice caps melting. So throughout the um, audio broadcast, there were different facts and figures thrown in. And then they all had to answer true or false questions about these facts. And you get a point for each correct answer. Whoever has the most points at the end of seven questions wins the head of household competition. Right. Now, this is one that I actually tried in and just genuinely lost. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Rich got, like, all of them right. I you think. got every single one right. God damn, Rich is good. Yep. So, yeah, Rich wins HOH. Again, I'm fe- um, I'm feeling pretty secure at this point. Like I said, me and Rich were talking um, every round. And th- I guess this is where, um, I'll say it now, um, I put myself in a bit of a pickle, like, right at the start of the game, because I had won the first HOH. I had formed immediately, even before the game even really started, and before I'd even won the HOH, I had formed a final two with, with, Rich. with Rich, but... Being close friends with Dahlia and Carly, I had also formed an individual final two deal with both of them as well. (laughs) And so here I was having a final two deal with three different people with each one in the hierarchy. So you have three Bretts now. Yes. (laughs) So triple the trouble, basically. And so I was like, I, I, I was just, I was like, shit, now what do I do? I have to, I can only keep one of these promises and break two of them. Because you were banking on... At least the other side of the house winning an HOH wants to get rid that of us. That was the way I was going to deal with it. I was like, I was like, this problem will inevitably solve itself of um, in some way or another. Either I'll get voted out and I won't have to make the decision, <laughs> or one of them will just somehow get voted out and and it'll be kind of out of my hands. And so um, I'll just sort of play it fast and loose, have a strong alliance with all three of them, and we'll just sort of. See what happens when the time comes. But now, Rich is HOH. Yeah. Which means unless he pulls some shiesty shit, you're forced on staying intact. Yes, exactly. And I trust that he that it's too early to do that. It's still day one. The comeback hasn't happened yet. And, um, and so I trust that he'll just sort of keep the noms as they were, which is exactly what he does. He puts up Clover and Maddie once again. Yes, it's kind of just a redo of the previous week. Yeah. Which, you know... Maddie complained about a little bit, being like, oh, you should have let us play in the HOH. But I'm like, but this was your second chance to, what? to, to talk to, your way out of it yes. or to win the veto. Yes, exactly. It was he, he should have seen it as a second opportunity to play for the veto and win the veto in the, in the one that mattered. Exactly. And this week, this is exactly why, following the non-eviction, the deep freeze forecast for this round was... It was, uh, like, all that glitters. It was diamond-based. And it was essentially turning the regular power of veto into the diamond power of veto. So that way, if if any whoever won the power of veto could take one of the nominees off the block and then bypass the HOH to put up whoever they wanted as well. Yes. So sort of the perfect opportunity to put up someone from... You know, if Maddie was able to get off the block, he could have put someone else from that side of the house. He could have put me up. He could have put Dahlia. And then at least, because Clover was the other nominee, it would guarantee that one person from that side would go home. Yes. Yes. So it was a huge opportunity to win a big power. Exactly. Unfortunately, (laughs) I won it. Well, the competition was, uh, it was called Julie's Closet Clash. So it was a bunch of pictures of me wearing different outfits. And in the bedroom, there were, my clothes was scattered everywhere. And you had to... Um, 
match the outfits together, and then based on how many you got correct um, and your time, we'd see who won. Um, I believe Dolly was the only one that didn't get all the outfits matched, but um, yeah, you, it came down to you and Adam. Adam were battling it out. I wonder what Adam would have done had he won the Diamond Power Veto. No. I don't know if he was get, willing to make a big enough move, though, especially because, like, even if he had put you up, Clover would have just, I would have stayed. Because Carly and Dahlia would have had kept me, would have sure. kept you, yeah. So, so he could have tried it, but it wouldn't have been successful, and then he would have really come out of the shadows as an opposition. <laughs> the mustache yes. spoiler. So, um. But that doesn't happen because you win the veto. And I, and like, that's the thing, like, the echoes from All Stars are starting to creep in of the whole, like, your game is boring. Like, you're not doing enough. But in my defense, I was already getting the impression that I was doing a great job and, frankly, well on my way to the finale. I was winning comps. I had a strong alliance. I was I was successfully voting out all of my opposition. And so... I don't think it's wise to shake up the game and do something crazy when you don't need to. You do it when you're on the outs or when you're and what or when you um, powers on your hands and you need to you need to stir shit up in order to get allies on your side. But when you're already in power and and you have momentum and you feel like you you're in the, you're in it for the long haul, stirring shit up and causing drama and chaos is pointless and stupid especially when it's still day one and day two is just around the corner and shit will always go off the rails on day two no matter what so i so yes i know my game was a little solid a little predictable but it was but like i was i i felt like i was gonna win so why why shame why mess it up? that? Why so, mess that up? So essentially, you don't use the diamond power veto for that exact yeah, reason. For that exact reason, and yes, it's boring, but it all pays off in the end. <laughs> so uh, Clover and Maddie stay on the block, and it's essentially just a do-over of the previous week. Carly, Adam, you, Dahlia, we all vote out all Maddie. About Maddie. And again, it's not personal. It's just he wasn't in our alliance, and he was a strong threat. And if he if the tables return and he were HOH, he would absolutely gun for us. So. Well, yeah, absolutely. If, if he had won the first HOH, Carly might have gone home, and if he had won the second HOH, Dahlia might have gone home. Or Rich. Or Rich, yeah. yeah. So, so that brings us to the end of day one. This was also the first season where we had um, one round reduced. Like, it was one less round. Oh, well, we still have... Oh, yes. Um, and so that, that made it flow a lot better. Mm-hmm. And so, and this was something I was, I mean, I was pretty excited for, was um, to end day one with the next HOH competition. So technically, that HOH would be HOH overnight. And it'd be sort of interesting to see how that would play off. The HOH competition was called Between Your Finger and a Flat Place. And so I thought, why not? It's a perfect competition to end day one with, with an endurance competition. Sure, yeah. So, essentially, you had to wedge um, a piece of wood against the wall, um, holding up your bandana? Yeah. Yes. Um, with just the tip of your finger. And so, if if your bandana dropped, or your piece of wood dropped, or you touched it, the piece of wood with anything but your index finger, you would be eliminated from the competition. Yeah, and... Um... I figured that this was going to take a while just because it didn't seem that hard at first. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. It felt like maybe 20 seconds, and then out of nowhere, Adam's stick drops. 
and he's out. Unprompted, he wasn't even saying anything. <laughs> I don't know if he threw it or if it was just a moment of um, loss of concentration or what, but I just hear a cl- I just hear a clank out of um, uh, like and, peripheral vision. Uh, out of my peripheral vision, and then Adam's stick is dropped, and I was like, "Hmm, that was weird." Okay, and then uh, like maybe like five minutes later, we're all still we're all still just like having our pinning our stick to the wall, and uh, I think Dahlia's like. Let guys, let's like let's like sing a song or like do a rap or something to pass the time. <laughs> and Carly's like, okay, cool. And she's like, my name is Carly, and I'm here to say. And then her, and then she drops her stick, and she's like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> it was like the funniest moment ever. We still quote it. My name is Carly, and I'm here to say, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so good. It was so funny. And that's like, that's like after like five, five, in the five to ten minute mark. So yeah. we're like, oh, two people down, only three to go. And it's like, if it came down to you and Dahlia, one of you would have just thrown it yeah, to the other, yeah. probably. Yeah. So unfortunately that was not the case because in my wildest dreams, this comp maybe would have lasted half an hour, maybe yeah. 40 minutes. I think I underestimated... I thought it was more physically demanding than what it was. Or I don't know. I underestimated the willpower of freaking Dahlia and Clover. Yeah. Because essentially, I remember when I was filming bits of this to put on the live feeds, and I remember just, like, looking at you, and you were just kind of like, ugh, I'm bored. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I was like, he's... I don't think he's gonna win this one. He's just too bored right now. Well, I was bored, and after, like, 20 minutes, my finger was starting to ache. Like, it, I mean, it's just your finger. Yeah. But, um... But, I don't know, holding it, like, pinning it, like, pressing your finger against something for a long period of time. It starts to ache. It starts to hurt. But, um, yeah, I was also getting really bored and, um, feeling pretty okay regard. Like, I was like, this is another scenario where I really don't think I need to win HOH. So, after about 20 minutes or so, I, I, I drop as well. And, um, yeah, it's down to Dahlia and Clover. And then we're in it for the long haul. We wait. And we wait. And we wait. Carly, um, the, the the comp doesn't even end, and Carly's like, "Hey, I I, I gotta go." Tell, get tell me who wins. Bye. Tell me who wins. I gotta go get some sleep. So Carly leaves. Um, I think a, a couple other people I might. Think have a couple left. people leave. I think Rich and Barb and me are in it for the whole thing. I think we're just like we we listen to Disney songs. We watch some clips on YouTube. Clover trying to barter with Dahlia, but Dahlia was like, I don't trust her. I can't. I yeah. Can't. Clover tried to cut a deal and Barb and, and uh, Dahlia wasn't ta- wasn't having it. Mm-hmm. So it was at the two and a half hour mark that I'm like, Kevin, we got to like, we got to f- wrap this up. Yeah. So, cause like, that's the thing we actually finished early, especially with our new schedule of it only being four rounds in the day. So, but now we're at like 1030 at night. So like, it's time to go. Yeah. So we decided to adjust it to make it a little bit more difficult. So both girls could reset, but they had to, instead of a bandana against the wall, it was a round ball. Yes. It was a, one of the bocce balls. So they couldn't really squish it. They actually had to keep it in place. And 10, 15 seconds into that, Clover drops. So Dahlia wins the longest endurance HOH ever. Still to this day. And that's that. And so everyone can just sort of go home and ominously wait for day two to begin. Yes. And I was feeling like I would have preferred Dahlia to be HOH over Clover. So I I was feeling great about it. Yeah, that's good. Um, So uh, we go to... So like the night ends. I'm feeling very content with ha- with the events of day one. However, we were both still a little on edge because 
I think when we went to sleep at the end of day one on All Stars, like you were stressed a little bit, but we hadn't learned about the fact that like the jury didn't like you yet. That's true. So we were sort of like, oh, our heads in the clouds really still. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I was just kind of assuming that the jury didn't like me still. So I was just like, it is what it is. The hierarchy's doing great, so whatever. We'll see how it goes. So, day two begins, and it wouldn't be Big Brother without expecting the unexpected. Unfortunately, uh, Carly is not feeling well at all, and she really can't, she really can't come back. Um, luckily, the non-elimination happened, and the last twist of the season was supposed to be a double elimination. Ooh. And so, with Carly not being able to come back, didn't really affect much, because it would essentially negate that double elimination, and the remaining rounds would be played out as they would normally be. So, it was sad, but, it, but and like, and like, I, I was like, oh, like, I really wanted Carly to make it to the end as well, but I think she even knew in her mind, and we could sort of tell, I, we don't, I don't think that she was in a position to win. No, her game was a lot more, a lot more laid back on Deep Freeze than it was on season three. It wasn't as flashy, and um, yeah, I don't, I just don't think it. I just don't think she was really doing enough. She did win a veto and an HOH all in one day, so it's not like she was sitting her ass, do, sitting on her ass doing nothing. Exactly. But um, I don't know. I just think Dahlia had just sort of upped her social game more. Yeah, exactly. And and so when I found out that Carly was dropping out, I was disappointed because I was losing a very trustworthy ally. But in the back of my mind, I was all like, I was also like, well, there's one of my three problems <laughs> sorting itself out. Now I now with Carly just dropping out, now I don't have to stab her in the back or figure out if I'm going to take her over Dahlia or Rich. That that was one problem that Sorted itself out. Exactly. So now you just had the two. Yes. Um, Which was still a majority, so I was still like, cool. We're cool with that. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah. So, Carly walks, and I inform the house. Um, We are still continuing with Dahlia's HOH, though. And after this round is done, then the battle back will happen. So a little later of a battle back this season. But because they were all vets, I wasn't really so concerned about everybody, like, missing out on playing. Because they'd all played before. Mm -hmm. So... Dahlia, um, essentially, you must have your one-on-one with her. Yeah, and I, I guess at this point, I get Adam is the last person not in our foursome alliance, and Clover, Adam and Clover are the two on the outs, um, and so like they were in the alliance, but they were on the outer ring. So the, now we're moving in. Now we're yeah, now we're starting to pick off people in our alliance, and so I'm like, you know, Adam, I can see somebody coming after me, and I feel like. He's been a lot more social this time, and I think he's been playing a good game, so I feel like, I was like, eh, I think it's Adam's time to go. Um, um, Dahlia tells, and I, but Dahlia tells me, you know, she really doesn't want to put Clover up this time. She's been put up as the pawn every round. Um, she la- she lasted two and a half hours in that, in that competition, just like Dahlia did, and so... Um, as a form of goodwill, and just because Clover did so well at that comp, she doesn't want to put her up, and I respect that. And so, and so, um, she and so she decides to put up Rich, and I feel like it's at this point that Dolly is starting to get starting to be a little bit not suspicious, but like of Rich. But um, she sets her sights on Rich as a strong. Um, threat and somebody that she's got her sights on. Well, and Dolly, this was the round. I feel like Dolly was looking at Endgame. Yes, like the, and it was like, why? Like the chances of beating Rich, I feel like were really 
low. We're low, especially because I feel like he was good with the with the people that had been voted out so far. Yeah. All every all everyone on the other side of the house, even though he wouldn't work with them, they they all wanted him, so yeah. they had like invested interest in him. So he could so he he couldn't be in the final two. No way. Exactly. So Dahlia puts up Adam and Rich because she's not going to put you up and. Uh, Clover, out of sign of good sportsmanship, she and respect, she keeps her off the block. Yeah. Now this is where she sort of starts to say to you though that she wants to backdoor. She doesn't want well, not backdoor, but she wants Rich out. If, she if, she if, does if, want Rich eventually, and she um this is where she well no not not quite not yet. quite yet yeah but we'll but but she that. says if Rich stays on the block, it's something that she's interested in doing. Yeah, is getting and I'm out. like I'm like I hear you. But I want Adam out. <laughs> and little did I know Dahlia and Adam were conversing and having a and having a thing. So that's why getting Rich out probably made more sense to her, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we go into the veto competition. The veto competition is Otev's V-Day Victory. So for this one, we were doing Otev, but we made it a one-at-a-time competition where you had five platforms and a sea of Valentine's Day cards with different house guests' names on them and different just random names. And based on the clues that would appear on the television screen, you had to put the right Valentine's Day card on the right platform. And then at the end, you'd lock in your answer based on how many you got right and your time. That's how we determine a winner. So I thought it adapted Otev really well into yeah. an indoor setting. And yeah. it's something that we've done since. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So going into this, I was like, it was interesting because like, I didn't know how well Dahlia would do because, like, she hadn't really, like, she'd been doing well at competitions, but this was the first competition where you had to remember shit about the game. And be fast, yes. yes. You and Rich, on the other hand, was like, okay, you guys are both good at remembering stuff from the game. Mm. And I really wanted to win this one. Um, you know, it's my third Otev. I'd never won it on my previous seasons, and it's kind of that one iconic competition that I still haven't won. And so I was really I was really going for it. I didn't really know what I would do if I had won it, but um but I wanted to win it. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> but it unfortunately Rich beats you by 13 seconds, I think. Or six seconds or something crazy. It's like what it's like 123 to 129 or something like I know. that. I'm like, son of a bitch. Three losses at Otev. God damn it. <laughs> um, but I think, honestly, looking back, I think it was for the best. It was like the gods looking down on you being like, no, no. No, you don't want to win this. Yeah. Because Rich would have expected you to use it on him. Yeah. And then Clover would have gone up on the block. And then it would have been... And, that been, and she would have been pissed at me. Yeah. And even though she would have stayed, mm. it would have just been... Adalia might have been pissed if she had really, truly set her sights on getting Rich out. Yeah. 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 So it, it was honestly for the best that I didn't win it. Rich won it. Obviously, he was going to use it on himself. And that's when Dahlia had to make a decision of who to put up as a replacement. She could either put up, break her thing with Clover and put her up, or put me up. And that's what she said to me. And I was feeling panicked. Panicked. <laughs> panicked, for sure, as being put on the block. I was very worried that... um me being up on the block would have been too tempting of an opportunity to get me out. But, um, I, I pull, but I also didn't want, and Dahlia really didn't want to break, want to break her word to Clover. And I didn't want Dahlia to do that either. So I was like, all I need is if, if I am put on the block, all I need is one vote to stay and, and Dahlia, if, if it's a tie. So I go to Rich and I'm like, if I'm put on the block, 
you're going to keep me, right? And he was like, absolutely. You have my word. I will not vote you out. And I'm like, okay. And that's when I have my one-on-one with Dahlia. And and I'm like, Dahlia, if if it's a tie or or, or like if you put me up, you're not going to get rid of me, right? And she was and she was like, no, but. And this is when she she has a real serious one-on-one with me. She was like, I feel like your uh, your I, I feel like your priority is more with Rich than it is with me, and I need to know that you're going to take me and not Rich, and that you can, and that your priority is with me and not Rich. And I was like, absolute. And I, and in my head, I was like, this is the moment where I make my decision about whose final two deal to to honor. And it's and and this is it. So I'm like, I was like, I swear to you, Dahlia. You're my final two. I will take you over Rich. It's you and me all the way to the end. I promise. And she was like, okay, that's what I wanted to hear. And I was like, so I was like, okay, you can put me up. She was like, I was like, you can put me up as the nominee. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Like, if I am, if if Rich stabs me in the back at this point, I'm going to go ape shit. I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> so I was like, all right, you can put me up. Uh, and, and and that's what she does. So yeah. Rich takes himself off the block, and Aton is put up as the replacement nominee. Um, then this is, and I remember this. So this is where um, all behind the scenes um, gaslight gate occurs. Yeah. So um, I, I have a one on one with with Rich and Clover individually because they're the two people voting, and they both tell me to my face that they are not going to vote me out, and that it's going to be a two zero, and Adam's going to go, and I have nothing to worry about. Um. That doesn't. Uh, from from all I know, from my perspective, the v- vote time comes around and it's a one-one vote, and Dahlia has to stand up and awkwardly. I don't know if she was playing it off this way because like she'd already had that conversation with you, but the way she stands up and is so like uncertain, like yeah, oh, she stands. I don't know what, what to do. Well, she stands up and just says, "Do I have to make the decision now?" And in my head, I'm like, "What decision is there to make?" Uh, <laughs> so she. Votes to evict Adam. Yes. Therefore, keeping her word to you, sort of solidifying that deal. So I I survived the round by the skin of my teeth, but something is something up. is amiss. Something's up. So this is where you guys get sent away. Yes, you tell me that it's now time for the battle back for the battle back competition, and you need the house. Excuse me. You need the house. So the final four, me, Rich, Clover, and Dahlia, all need to leave. So we decide to walk together to the LCBO. Pez is working there that day, and we all see him. So we decide to um, have a field trip to the LCBO while you do the comeback comp. Yes, and what was it, there was something said during that, correct? Um, yes. So on the way, walking walking on the way to the LCBO, Clover pulls me aside. I, I assumed that it was Clover that voted for me, not Rich. Clover pulls me aside, and she's like, I told you you have, she's like, I told you you have nothing to worry about. And I was like, yeah, but why did you vote for me? And, um, and so Clover tells me that it was Rich's idea to split the vote, uh, to see where Dahlia's allegiance lay. And I was like, A, that's a great idea and great strategy, but B... That's not what Rich said to my like. Rich kept if me and Rich are so tight, he did not tell me that that was gonna like that he was gonna do that, mm-hmm. and that put me in a lot more, um, in a lot more danger than he made it seem that I was gonna be in. Yeah. So, um, 
I believed Clover. It didn't seem like an like the whole like it just seemed a lot more plausible for Rich to come up with this idea of in Clover. Exactly. So, no, no offense to Clover. Yeah. But, um. But yeah, I w- I believed Clover, but I was just like, what the what the hell, dude? Like I thought we were I thought we were good. <laughs> um. Meanwhile, back at the house, uh-huh. um, so Maddie, Matthew, um, and Adam and Barb are all doing the battle back. So this battle back was called Cave Ravers. I, I was super excited for this one. It was a, um, so they were all one at a time put in the HOH bedroom in the pitch dark. And all around the floor were glow sticks that hadn't been cracked yet. On the wall in the room, which they could use a little flashlight to find, was a color sequence and a bunch of hooks on hanging from the rafters. They had to crack the um, glow sticks and hang them in the order that that color sequence told them to. That's cool. Um, and so they they all did a really good job, but it re- and they were all, the worst time and the best time were separated by maybe ten seconds, and everyone else <laughs> fell in between. Damn! It was the closest battle back ever, and it came down to minute things. Adam did the worst because. He didn't count how many glow sticks he was supposed to get, so he was looking for more than he needed on the ground. Oh, he's like, he already found them all. He found them all and was looking for more. Oh. Um, and Barb ended up winning because everyone else was grabbing the glow sticks and fiddling with them to crack them. She grabbed the stool from the corner of the room and cracked all the glow sticks on the edge of the stool. Woo! And that's how she got hers up. Crafty. Yep. So... In my wildest dreams, I never expected Barb to win the battle back, and I was so happy because I was like, "That's your first comp win, and you get to be on day two, and that's amazing." I so we so we come back. Things are with the the four still left in the game. Things are a little bit tense, um, just because Dahlia wants to get to the bottom of why it was a tie vote. I do, and. Rich and Clover are giving us different stories, so things are kind of. Weird, but we're let back into the house. I was, I, I really didn't see Barb coming back. I wanted, she was the one that I wanted to come back just because I felt like the 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 Matthew, Maddie, and Adam were all mad at me and were all gun for me if if they came back. And Barb was kind of the only one that I didn't feel like I wronged really. Yeah. So if if it would have been a dream come true if Barb came back, and she did, and I was so happy. Oh my god, I was so happy. She made it to day two. I, I, was, I was so happy she was back. <laughs> so, we move into the next HOH competition, uh-huh. which is the BB ball drop. So, like, it's very New Year's Eve, 30-second countdown. And in that 30 seconds, you have to flip using a T-square balls into onto different platforms worth different points. Uh-huh. In that 30 seconds, how many points you can get is how many points you have. The person with the least amount of points at the end of each round gets eliminated. Yeah. So it's just you, Rich, Barb, and Clover playing. Right. Yeah. Um, Clover's out first. Yep. Barb's out second. And, and then it comes down to you and Rich. And it comes down to me and Rich. I still trust Rich quite a bit at this point. And I whisper, now that I know that it's the two of us in, left in this, and one of us is going to be HOH, I whisper him, to him, I'm like, do you want it? Like, I can okay. I'll give it to you, like, if you want it. I don't think he gave me a, a, a straight answer, but he went first and got a horrible score. And you didn't want to win HOH 
You wanted to be HOH Final Four, not yes. Final Five. I real yes, Final Four HOH was my strategy, but um, just because I would be immune and I wouldn't have to personally vote anybody out because that has bit me up, bit me in the ass in the past. So um, I didn't want I didn't want Final Five because it means I wouldn't be eligible for Final Four. But I was like. You know, sometimes your plan doesn't go as as, pl- as planned, and Rich got a bad score, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for Nab it. Have this opportunity. Yeah. So so I got the better score, and I was I was HOH. So this is where we sort of start to get to the bottom of the split vote. Yes. So the four of us, excluding Barb at first, which was, <laughs> she came in because yeah. she was like, I know what we're talking about. Yeah. So so. The five of us all have a house meeting in the HOH room at this point. And Dahlia's like, okay, what the fuck was up with that split vote? And, I, and I'm like, yeah, court, like to my knowledge, I thought it was going to be a unanimous vote. Um, Clover, like, why did you vote? Why did you vote for me? And Clover said, well, it was Rich's idea to split the vote. Um, just uh, to get more blood on Dahlia's hands. And again, genius plan. Um, and Rich said, no, it wasn't. It was Clover's idea. <laughs> and so, and that's when Barb goes into the room, and it basically just dealt, devol- de- like it basically just turns into a he said she said between Rich and Clover about whose idea it was to split the vote. Um, like I said, I figured it was kind of Rich's idea because it just seemed like more of a Rich plan than a Clover plan. Um, but like, I th- like I stressed that. Listen, at the end of the day, whoever's idea it was, I'm not too mad because. I stayed like you both said I would. So I'm not like furious and I'm not out for vengeance. Dahlia had more of a right to be mad than you because she looked bad in front of Adam. Yes. And uh, she had to stab Adam in the back who she was in the of, front. And this is in the front. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, like I said, I, at the end of the day, I stayed. So I couldn't be that mad, but I was just, I was just sort of like thrown off that somebody had lied to my face about this. Yeah. Um, so you have to nominate two people, and obviously, it's it's kind of easy. I'm still kind of trying to work with Rich, even though my trust in him has been a little bit shaken. So I put up Barb; she came back, and I put up Clover because she voted for me, and I actually wanted Clover out. Yeah. Um, I told Barb, like like I said, I was so happy that Barb was back. I, I and I felt bad about putting her right back on the bo- right back on the block, but I I told her I was like, listen, this time this time I think Clover's going to be out. Rich clearly wanted her out because things were getting kind of ugly between Rich and Clover. And um, Dahlia and Dahlia was kind of sick of both of them, frankly. So yeah. Not Barb, but sick of Rich and Clover. So win-win for, for whatever happened. Yeah. So, essentially we go into the veto competition and it is called Face the Clock. And it's about putting in order a bunch of series of events that have happened in the house. Or at least matching that event to the time it happened, which is on the screen. Um, this was hard. This was a very hard one. I actually really underestimated how, especially putting things chronologically is easy sometimes, but putting things to a time is harder. Yeah. Um, so everyone kind of struggles, but you and Dahlia do the best. You get seven out of 10, right? And I believe she gets eight out of 10, right? So Dahlia wins the, uh, officially wins her first power of veto that she keeps. And this is where... This is where shit, like I said, the case of the day two crazies sets in. So Dahlia wins the veto. She's um, the uh, she's one of the two people off the block. So um, Dahlia pulls me aside into the HOH room. And this is... I, I remember this almost exactly. Dahlia says, 
Um, so I'm a little bit un- I'm a little bit unclear about the rules. So what happens if I were to use the veto on one of them, and I say, well, that means that Rich would automatically have to go up because there just aren't enough people because left. You can't. She can't be nominated because she can't be nominated because she won the veto. So Rich would have to go up automatically. And she's like, "Okay, I want to do that." And I was like, "What?" And she was like, she was like, I want Rich out. It was his idea to split the vote and put and get blood on my hands. I don't trust him. Um, not we. I feel like we can't beat him in the final two. I want Rich out. And I was, I was at like I was very split on, uh, about this decision. On the one hand, I, I. On the one hand, I didn't want to do it because. Um, Rich, I still trusted Rich, even though he kind of fucked with me last round. I still, I still trusted him. He was a strong ally. He could help me get rid of Clover and Barb. Um, and I felt like it could have been a little potentially early. On the other hand, A, it would finally get rid of my last problem about, about, about my case of making three final two deals. That way it would solve that case. Um, and on the other hand, Rich was incredibly charismatic, a strong player, somebody that I was not confident that I would able to beat in the final two. And uh, I felt like the jury all really liked him. And I also, I also recognized that it was a great move on Dahlia's part to orchestrate this. And frankly, even though it was at Rich's expense, I didn't want Dahlia to not take control of this great opportunity that she had to make a big move. Yeah. So I was like, it's, I was like, ooh, it's gonna be tough, but I'm like, like, on me to, like, to keep this a secret, but, I mean, it's, I, it's a great move, go for it. Yeah. So, Dahlia uses the power of veto on Barb, mm-hmm. and Rich has no choice but to go up, and I, I at this point, before before the veto nominations, I decide that I don't want any part. Like I don't want a big thing to blow up if if I let Rich know about this. So I'm just gonna play dumb. Yeah, I'm gonna pretend that I have no idea that Dahlia has this plan. Rich pulls me aside and he's like, Dahlia, he know he feels he can th- feel it. In the he air. can feel it in the air that it's gonna happen. And I'm just like, I feel so bad. This is the one time that I really like lied to somebody's face. Um. And I was like, oh, I think you're just being paranoid. I, I don't know. I don't think Dahlia's going to do that. Uh, don't worry about it. But I'm like, oh. Meanwhile, Dahlia was out there getting Barb's vote at that point, essentially. And, yes. And I told Dahlia and Barb that I'm like, if you're going to do this, make it unanimous. Because uh-huh. if it's a tie, I don't know that I can do it. That I That I can vote out Rich. So... If you're going to do this, you better both be on the same page. Mm-hmm. So, Clover and Rich end up on the block, and Dahlia is able to swing Barb's vote. Barb, once again, comes in here to vote and goes into a big diatribe about Rich and how she really wanted them to work together at the beginning of the game, and that, like, she really want, she could really see them working together going forward, but that he kind of stabbed her in the back that, that round two when she thought she had his vote. So then she votes him out, and 2-0, Rich is evicted from the game, thus solving your final problem. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I'd already decided that I was going to take Dahlia, but I was like, now I don't have a choice. (laughs) Exactly. And so, this is the thing. So at this point, um, once the next HOH and uh, HOH competition is done, the jury has to be, the jury is removed from the apartment. Um, 
And this is where it starts to get word in the jury house that everyone believes that Dahlia has an alliance with the two girls and that they're just picking the boys off one by one. So we move into the next HOH competition. It is um, called End of Term. And because there's all these terminology plaques around the house um, that are like sandbag, floater, comp beast, showman's, like, or this or that. And um, the definition and like specific players that they apply to. And so the uh, players playing in the competition, being the three girls, Clover, Barb, and Dahlia, all have to, they all have um, different, they all have their own version of the plaques. And based on the description I give, they have to answer. And um, they'll get a point for each correct answer. Whoever has the most points at the end of all the questions wins. Now, the first question, Barb gets it right and the other two get it wrong. And this is where we start noticing that Dahlia starts putting the answers to each question down on, the, on her chair. And we're, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And... She keeps, and then she starts getting them right. Yeah. And she starts putting the correct, and she continues to put the correct answers down on a chair. Conning the system and realizing that I'm probably not going to ask the same question about the same plaque twice. Yeah. So, based on that, Dahlia gets six out of seven correct, and she becomes the next head of household. Which is great. And here's the thing. I was worried, um, being vulnerable Final Four, because... I could because I was a, I was outgoing HOH, which meant that um, you have to win the veto. I have to win the veto because um, if because if Clover or Barb win it, they're going to take the opportunity to vote me out for sure. Um, however, th- listen, this is my third season. I kind of th- the final veto has typically been a um, has typically been um, a quiz about um, the game and and memorizing answers. And I was pretty confident that I would be able to at least do better than Barb and Clover. And I knew that if Dahlia were to win the last veto, she'd keep me safe. Yes. So I was, even though I was technically um, vulnerable, I was pretty confident that, that either me or Dahlia would win the final veto and keep me safe. Yeah. So... Dahlia does sort of the typical Final Four thing. It doesn't really matter who's nominated because it can all change in an instant. So she puts up Clover and you. Yep. Just to keep Barb safe. And also Barb just helped her vote out Rich. So maybe it was a sign of good faith. Yeah. And then we move into the final veto competition, which is called um, Two Truths and a Goodbye. So each house guest has a slide dedicated to them and they're on their cell phone. And they have three speech bubbles. Um, each pertaining to a fact about them from the game. One of the three facts is wrong, and it never took place. So the house guests have to determine which are the true, two, which two are true, and which one's a lie. The, the three speech bubbles are three different colors. So when they figure out the lie, they take that colored cube and place it forward. Place it forward. Once you're done all the house guests, you'll have a sequence of, n- of nine cubes, and those nine cubes... Um, if the sequence is right, then um, your time is locked. But if it is wrong, I'll tell you how many you have incorrect. You have to go through and try to swap them out and go re- re-look through. You won't be able to stop until you're right. Yep. Um, Barb, unfortunately, times out. She doesn't do super great at this. But Dahlia actually really struggles. 
And so she clocks in at like 6.30 or something like that. Clover goes and does it in uh, like does it in like 618 or something like that so it's like oh I was like oh so Clover is like the one I- I- like in the position to win this but they don't stand a chance when it comes to Mr. 2 minutes and 30 <laughs> seconds um you came in you pretty much aced it like yeah it- I so like I do all seven of my answers and I I check my I, I like clock in my time or I, I say alright I'm submitting these answers and you take a look at them, and you say, okay, you're done. And I was like, am I done because I submitted the answers, or am I done because they're all right? And you're like, they're all right. You did it. You're done. <laughs> you're done. And I was like, okay, I won this contest. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you win the power of veto, and you essentially get to take yourself off the block, and you immediately get to vote out somebody and I have the decision of voting out either Barb or Clover. Yeah. Um, it's not, per- like I said, it's not personal. I decide to vote out Clover a little bit because she voted me out, because she voted for me to leave. But I, like I said, I wasn't really mad. But I, I, it was more of a, it was more of a, um, an angle. I felt like she was, she, she had this underdog angle. You know, she was put up on the block, like, 11 out of 12 weeks or whatever. And I felt like if the jury were sort of salty towards the hierarchy, a lot of them might throw their votes at Clover if she were in the final two just for this whole underdog story. And I didn't, I didn't, I I wanted to nip that in the bud. I didn't want that to be a, to be a, um, an option. Yeah. So I, so I took that opportunity and I, and I voted out Clover. That's fair. Yeah. So, Clover is evicted, and um, then you guys start the next HOH, part one of the final HOH competition, which was Key to the Kingdom. We just sort of went back to that because it was a good way of doing an endurance competition indoors. Brandon was timing and watching you guys, and I went upstairs because I needed to get sort of, just sort of see how everyone was, and I was going to also introduce Clover as the next evicted house guest. So... Went up there, um, went inside, sort of talked to everyone, and was like, okay, so, like, what do you guys think happened? And they were all like, oh, if Aton didn't win the veto, he's out, because the girls are all working together. Like, not really. And and so, it was interesting to hear this, because, like, sometimes the jury thinks things, and I'm like, oh, that's not reality, but I remember that they can't see that either. Right. So, they, you know, there was a little bit of saltiness about, um, about you know, whether the game was boring or not because the same people kept on winning. But like Eitan said, it's like, why rock the boat? Why rock the boat and change things when things are going so well for you? And also, if you're salty about not winning things, then win things. Yeah. Sorry about it. But like, <laughs> that's, my, that's my rebuttal. That's your quote. <laughs> that's my quote. That's my rebuttal. If people are mad that the same people were winning stuff, then it's just like, then did do better than us at the comps. Yeah. Sorry about it. So, essentially, um, I actually feel like a lot of them didn't want to see Clover. There was this overarching thing upstairs, especially uh, Michael and Chantel had been recording sort of jury statements and, like, asking them questions and stuff. Uh And they had said, um, Rich had been, like, the only one that was sort of advocating for you, saying, oh, I think Eitan's been this puppet master you guys don't even know. Like, he's the one pulling all the strings. But then everyone else was like, but Dolly is making all the strong moves and Clover's been like playing this amazing social game. So it was like, it was, it was kind of this thing where I, I was getting nervous and I was getting the sense same to all stars where it was like, oh my God, my game just he isn't appreciated. It just hate it him. Just hate me. But it was the thing where I said, okay, but he's enjoying himself. So like, 
Whatever. Like, just leave it be. Mind you, at this point, if I came in second again, I was going to get a big-ass complex. Yeah. But whatever. So, Clover comes in, and everyone's like, oh, like, what happened? And she she was a little salty, and she was like, oh, you know, Dolly, Delia put Aton and I up, like, and she just, like, like, obviously there was no reason. It was just because, you know, she's just doing whatever. And Aton's such a shysty motherfucker. And I think that she sort of meant that in the sense that, because she took it in the sense that, like, that deal you guys made early on in the game was, like, supposed to take her to Final Two. I had been working closer with Clover than I had than I had with Barb, so I do get that. But, you know, things change. Yeah, exactly. Clearly she wasn't that close with me. She voted for me, so I was just returning the favor. Yeah. So, Clover joins the jury. I rejoin everyone downstairs. Dahlia is out of the uh, endurance competition at this point, and I'm like, oh my god, okay, wow. And... Shockingly, Barb wins it. My hands got so sweaty <laughs> that they just that they, they just couldn't hold on to the sticks and they just slipped out. Nah, which is funny because you played it outside in the summer and yeah. in the indoor season. There is a lot of heat in here, but so Barb wins part one and automatically advances to part three. And then we got the two comp beasts facing off in part two in uh, Let the Chips Fall, um, which was essentially um, you had to assign all of the competition names to the house guests veto chip that won them. So, um, Dahlia and you both do well at this, but you do it about a minute faster. I think you're just a little bit more secure in your answers. So you win part two and automatically advance to part three. And so it's pretty much you and Barb. Mm -hmm. And the last part is called the jury's gift exchange where you had to, um, move house guests' names around based on uh, different uh, instructions from the TV screen about uh, what platform, uh, what present color they should be in based on stats about them from the game. So you um, and you and Barb actually both do quite well. You both get all of them right, but you just do it in a faster time. And I was very impressed with Barb. She did a really good job. So you... And I remember, before revealing the final result, I kind of wanted to pick Barb's brain about what she would do. Right. Because because I knew you had won it, but I was just so curious, because I know Barb and Dahlia don't have any, like, any connection at all. So, I remember asking Barb, and I said, so, if you win the final HOH, what are you going to do? And she was like, I feel like it's smarter for me to go against Dahlia at the end, because she's made, she's gotten some blood on her hands. She's like, but I, I would just feel so bad because I feel like Aton deserves this more than either of us do. <laughs> so it was really nice to hear her say that. But oh. um, so, um, and I remember asking you and you were like, I'm going to take Dahlia. Like I've made, I've made that decision and I'm not going to backstab a person again. Right? No, it didn't work well for me on all stars. I'd learned my lesson. Um, like you said, at the start of the season, um, it was, this season was all about redemption for people. And I fucked up my game by stabbing Brett in the back at the end at All-Stars just because I thought he could beat me. And I certainly didn't feel like I had it in the bag against Dahlia, but I, I felt confident in my game and I felt confident that I would be able to sell my game. And I, like, I could have been, I would have been very happy. I mean, I wouldn't have been happy about losing again, but I would have been like Dahlia I like Dolly would have been a great winner anyway, yeah. and so I was just going to be like, it's going to be a battle of the titans between me and Dolly at the end, and if she beats me, she beats me. Yep. So you get up there. I reveal that you have won the challenge, the the last head of household competition, three times, three, 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 three for three, mm -hmm. and uh, you evict Barb from the game. 
Um, she takes it well. She's super good sport. Yeah. And I remember everyone, the jury all came back down here, and you and Dahlia were in the bedroom. And I remember the three of us just like hugging, and and I think, well, I think we were all crying. <laughs> and we were because I remember just saying like I said, you guys, there's just the best final two I could ever imagine, and like I'm just so happy which either way this goes. And I was just so happy for both of you. So, Aww. so I said, and that's the thing. I was like, we're gonna have a good finale. This is you know we do it with respect and. I think, personally, I, bar none, this is the best, most well-spoken finale we've ever had. Thank in you. regards to the jury questions and into the ways that you guys answered. So, you guys came out, oh, Barb came out, and everyone was like, everyone was like, oh, like, okay, okay. And I she, think people were surprised. Yeah. I think I heard, you told me that some people thought, that, a lot of people thought that I would have wanted and voted out Dahlia. I think, but, I, well, it's because like, I feel like they were semi under the impression still also that there might have been a girls alliance. Right. So, I feel like they were, they thought that you and uh, Dahlia might have voted out each other. Girls don't work together. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Barb comes out. They're like, oh, she, she takes it well. She takes her seat. Then you guys come out. And, yeah, we have some really great questions. I thought that, like, um, there was a lot of good questions in regards to, like, the gameplay. And, like, it wasn't, nothing was personal this time. No. The only personal thing is kind of, Adam got to ask two questions. Adam got spicy. Adam, Adam yeah. was by far the sort of, the most exciting juror that yeah, season. Yeah, for sure. Asking you about, like, well, for, um... Um, he asked you why you took Dahlia with you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, and I, and I said, what I said what I said uh, that I knew that uh, it, Barb would have been an easier person to beat. But I learned my mistakes on All Stars, and I, every season that I played, I, I, I learned a new lesson, and I wasn't going to stab my best friend in the back and my my ride or die ally just because I thought that she'd be hard to beat. And um, I'm still confident in my game, and I still think that I played the best game out of anyone, and. Um, I still think you should vote for me. Yeah. And then he was like, then he was just like, Dahlia, you said you never lied, but you lied to my face or something like yes, that. Yes, yes. About, about keeping him and then being close and stuff. So yeah, it was fairly interesting. And then I'm, I'm so relieved that Rich didn't ask the truth about whether I knew he was getting evicted or this or that. I don't know. I don't. Re- I don't really remember what he asked. He certainly didn't ask us to rock paper scissors again. <laughs> I would have thrown a rock at him. Um, but um, yeah. So, oh yeah. But uh, we don't have a jury there. So. Uh, uh, oh yes. So Carly is not there. Uh, I've tried to contact her because she did stay to day two. Like she did make it to day two. So I thought that you know I'd at least give her the option to vote. Um, I actually knew that this wouldn't be such an easy one to pick for her because she, you know both both of her friends in an alliance with her. But she doesn't respond, so um, the decision gets made up by um, Michael, Chantel, Brandon, and Lucas is here, even though he hasn't played yet. Um, So with the four people, I was like, okay, so we'll decide, like, we'll all take you into the bedroom and you guys can decide who Carly gets to vote for. Um, I don't know, prior to the vote, just of everyone, I was feeling pretty good for you, but at the same time, uh, yeah, it was hard. Those early the early evictees like adam maddie and matthew i was like they could vote for dahlia they were so gung-ho on voting for dahlia or clover upstairs i knew you had had barb's vote just because of what she had said yeah i figured you would add clover's vote and rich would have looked really bad had he not voted for you so i knew that there was possibly three votes so but it was scary because it kind of puts you in the same situation as the first two times where it was like oh no three to four i know no! well and and that's the thing 
I was trying to not predict how people would vote, but for some reason in my brain at the time, I I thought the only vote for some reason that I thought I had locked in the bag for sure was Matthew. And I think I, I thought it was out of a respect thing. Like, you know, I was the first HOH and I got him out round one. And, and so he could potentially have been really bitter about it, but he'd taken it so well. And I tried to, I tried to be sorry about it. Um, and still be nice to him. Um, and, and he'd been, yeah, and he'd taken it so well. So I thought for sure that out of respect, he would have voted for me, but he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, everyone goes to vote. And, uh, I remember taking the Carly's vote, uh, alumni into the bedroom. And, um, I remember, I remember it was, it was, it was scary because it was like, I was like, who are you guys gonna, who do you think should win, um, for this vote? And Luke, uh, Brandon goes, Dahlia. And Lucas goes, Dahlia. And then Pez and Chantel look at me and go, Aton. And I was like, what the fuck, guys? You have one job. <laughs> so I have to break the tie. And this was hard for me, too, because I, as much as I was, you know, I was almost desperate for you to win because I was like, oh, he can't come in second again. <laughs> I thought that I based it based off of the, the, the way you guys spoke out there. You guys were both such good speakers, but you... I feel like gained more traction and elevation over Dahlia because you said that you were the one who was controlling the game. You were the one who was sort of picking who was going home and keeping the alliance together and and stuff like that. So I felt like you had more than earned redemption in this situation. So I chose you. So Carly's vote was going to you. And so people start coming into the bedroom to vote. And I remember... This is when I started feeling more confident because, like I said, I was pretty sure I knew you had Carly's vote, and now I knew you had Barb and Clover's. Pretty sure. And then Adam came into the bedroom, and Maddie both came to the bedroom at their separate times, and they were like, "How do you spell both their names?" And I was like, "I know Dolly has a little bit of a different name, but I was like, something tells me that it's Aton." I was like, "I just know it is," which is weird because on No Exit. They do, some people did the same thing, and I guess that was sort of about Dahlia's name. So, anyways, um, so everyone votes, and we get to the results, and, oh yes, there's the voting hiccup. Oh my god. (laughs) I'm literally about to read the first vote, and Clover goes, oh my god, I fucked up. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, I wrote my own name on the key. And I was like, what do you mean you wrote your own name? (laughs) So I go and check, yeah, her freaking key says Clover on it. And so we're like, oh my god. So I pull off the tab, I put a new one on, I'm like, okay, go freaking vote for the person you're supposed to vote for. And so then we reset, and first vote for Matthew is for Dahlia. And that's when I was like, okay, I lost. Cool, 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 cool. I can live with this. Three-time runner-up, that's fine. (laughs) And then second vote, Maddie votes for you. Carly's vote, you. Adam's vote, you. Um, actually, we didn't even reveal Carly's vote because of Rich's vote, you, and then came down the Clover's vote, and Aton, you were the winner of Deep Freeze, ultimately in a vote of six to one. <sighs> I finally won. It felt good, like, it felt r- satisfying, and it felt finally like I'd broke, like I'd reached this hurdle or broken this curse that I'd had. Um, I have to be honest. It, lo- like, losing twice really um, sort of made me question my people skills, to be honest with you. The fact that I had turned so many people against me on All Stars, and 
And the fact that when you told me that um, the jury, even on Deep Freeze, kind of was overlooking my game, I was like, what am I, what am I doing wrong that are kind of, that's kind of, I'm not possibly turning people off or this or, or um, just uh, sort of having people underappreciate my game. I don't, like, it really made me question things. But um, the fact that I changed so many people's minds with my final speech and I'd finally won in a six to one, it really made me feel a lot better. And although I got to be like, I, we've, we both felt great about it, but I also felt bad that Dahlia didn't win. <laughs> I remember going to bed that night and, like, being semi-sad. And you were like, what? I won finally. And I was like, I know, but I feel so bad for Dahlia because she did so great. Like, she, her journey and her her resume on the show was better than some people who won. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, this is, I was like, I feel bad. It's like, it literally, is like, it's the only season that it, like, could have been a joint win. Like, it was so, you guys were dead even. Yeah. In every aspect. So, I, I remember feeling sad, and it wasn't until it wasn't until a couple months later that I was like, you know, I was like, you really put in your dues. So, uh, like, that's the thing that definitely put you over the edge. And Dahlia got the full experience out of the whole thing. So from com- from coming in ninth on her first season to, to going all the way to second, yeah, was was great. And um, yeah, and she like she did so much better, and she really. Pulled, she really like well, like and everyone her. went from not knowing her. Remember, Michelle said in her um, draft pick, like she sort of got left with Dahlia, like as one of the final three people picked. And she goes, "I don't really know Dahlia. All I know is that she has like this effervescent personality." And, and then after thing. this, it was like, "Oh damn, everyone's yeah. gonna remember Dahlia, yes. and Michelle's gonna get to know Dahlia a lot better." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Season's done. We can all relax. Everything's good. And you are finally the champion. Yes. And I'd say essentially to break down your game, it was essentially that first HOH and you creating that alliance to really make the decisions going forward. It really helped that a bunch of your alliance members were winning competitions. Yes, I was very lucky. Yes, but it was good. And you learned this season not to win competitions so that you would get less blood on your hands. Yeah, this was the first season that I actually threw a couple of comps. Yeah. And uh, and it worked out in my favor, yeah. I feel like that was a smart thing, because it was all about sort of this time not getting, backstabbing anybody. And, yeah. like, that was really important. And, yes, I, like, I see where Maddie criticized my game as just kind of being stable and a little bit uh, boring. But, um, like I said, why, why, why fuck shit up when things are going so well for you? Exactly. Um, best moment of the season... Uh, Ooh. Best moment of the season, I would say... Honestly, I love watching that second HOH competition. Yes. When Dahlia wins Head of Household, it's so it's so good to watch. Oh, Barb coming back. Yes. Was a great moment. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite competition of the season... Um, I really like the first HOH, because it was like a way to do the counting one, but like really change it up. And I really liked the uh, Two Truths and a Goodbye. Yes. That was a great final veto competition. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I really liked Finger in a Flat Place, even though it took forever. (laughs) And, um, yeah, the second HOH was super fun. Yeah. Um, Holiday Hysteria. Um, all right, our PFP, our production's favorite player. Hmm... I think it's got to go to Dahlia. It's true. Yeah. I mean, 
I feel like people would have been really rooting for her uh, if it was like uh, uh, like but a lot of people were rooting for her on yeah. the live feeds. But like, yeah, if it was on television, I feel like people would have really liked her and been rooting for her. Um, just a complete turnaround. Oh, completely. She was just like she finally got to use her great social skills and her intelligence, and you know it wasn't cut short. And and th- this season proved that like. Tapping her potential could get her all the way and almost win. Yeah. Becoming a ninth uh, on your first season doesn't necessarily represent you as a person sometimes. Yeah. Which we'll, we'll learn in future seasons yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd say it's Dahlia. And that brings us to the end of the longest BYB Rewind. Yeah. But this was kind of Aton's Cinderella story. <gasps> You can either look at it as the Cinderella story or the Cult of Aton, <laughs> as I like to call it. This is it was Big Brother, the Cult of Aton, but um, but I mean, you had first first hand experience from this season, and um, it was, it was your final hurrah. So very proud of you for winning, Thank and you. you did a great job. And now I'm officially retired. Yes. Ah, feels good. Feels good. So, thank you for listening, and stay tuned. Our next season that we'll be doing is back to the normal ones, back to season five. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, tune in next time for uh, our episode about season five. A good one. See ya.